You're now listening to a Press Play Network podcast. This is a bonus show for Nerdflow Podcast, Press Play Network Podcast, of course. Uh, this is Spitting Game. On this episode, we're going to be talking a lot about, because uh, Anthem just dropped, then we got some final impressions on Kingdom Hearts that we want to get off our chest, or that we have, you know, some members of the podcast that want to get some things off their chest as well. Uh, so if you have not beat Kingdom Hearts 3, I suggest you probably avoid this one. And, um, yeah, so... Um, probably not gonna go through the same regular, regular stuff, but I mean, you know, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff, social media, Nerflow, Nerflow podcast is how you follow the main show that Spin Game is connected to, of course. Um, and so we got, uh, we got Young, we got, we got the boy Angry B in the building, and we also got Briario here, uh, with us. Uh, other two podcast mates had, you know, being grown up and uh, you know working and stuff so it's just us here talking about video games tonight uh what cookies and shit <laughs> what the f- I mean we were talking about cookies before we started so I mean it was only right yep. that I say that <laughs> see what had happened was <laughs> I, I just baked some and him it just happened see man I'm making me want them freaking Nestle Toll House cookies that you put, oh man, freaking mac, white macadamia turtle cookies. Oh man, this is exactly what they was. This is exactly what they was the white macadamia. Damn. But you know what? Y'all got it's it's another batch of cookies y'all have got to try, but they only come out for like a certain season. Salted caramel. I have apprehensions about trying salted caramel cookies. I like salted caramel, like candy, chocolate, and stuff like that. But I don't know. I have apprehensions about other stuff that has salted caramel on it. Dude, try it. Try it in a cookie. You will not be disappointed. What will really disappoint you though is the fact that you only get it like a certain time of the year. I don't know what that is. What, what's this about? Yeah. So, hey, I'm, I'm just gonna wake y'all up to something. Here we go. Friday after I joined Angry V guy to purchase Anthem he had the most ingenious idea I'm gonna walk over to Walmart and buy a pizza alright so we getting there and you know the Sam's Club you know pizzas you know they decently priced they got a limited edition Philly cheesesteak pizza. And I let Anger be guy finish that. Finish that. It was gone. It was gone in the going to say he finished the pizza. That's probably what that was. Yeah, matter of minutes. <laughs> How big was the pizza? It was just a medium. They only come in the medium. Medium. Oh, I'll tell you, also got some good pizzas. I know we ain't, y'all ain't got one of those back, you know, back home and stuff like that. But like, all these got some really good. Their pizzas on point, and they like again, they, they their price very, very, very good. When you want to buy more than one, 
I just got this I just got this this horrible concept about Aldi. Is you gotta you gotta put a quarter in to use the basket and you gotta bring your own bags. Yeah. But it's you can put it this way. If you like a single person and you on a budget, you can literally rack up like a Yeah, you can you can do that at Aldi's. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not judging their prices, which they got really good prices. It was just the first time I went, it wasn't a good experience to me, the fact that uh, I had... You had, put, you had to put a quarter in the, in the cart? To get the basket. And then nobody forewarned me. Oh. See, the Aldi's that, I go to that's around the corner of my house, that evidently there's a culture that they just leave quarters on the freaking window seat by the basket, so there's always quarters there. I don't know where that came from. No, what I, what messed me up was that like okay, the basket thing that eventually blew over. It was that when I finished shopping, which I had bought like sixty five dollars worth of stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, where are our bags and stuff? That she was like, oh, you you're supposed to bring your own bags. I'm like, what? Buy your own bags, or you just put yourself in the trunk naked like you would do at Sam's Club or Costco. Like what? That's how they save on their money. Yep. But I had never been to Aldi's. All the things somebody told me was, "Yo, you should go grocery shop at Aldi. Like they got really, really good prices." They did not, and I was like, oh, "Okay, what's you know?" They was talking about Aldi's. I was like, "Oh, what's Aldi's?" So you know, you say, "Oh, what's something?" You know, usually they'll give you the full four one one. Oh, you gotta put a quarter in to use the basket, and make sure you take your own bags or a box or something like that, so you can, you know, you know, because they don't give you bags or nothing like that. I mean, they have boxes there. Well, location you went to, but they have boxes every time I every I went to different ones. They have boxes there. The one on Highway Six didn't have no boxes, no bags, no nothing. Man, so I just said, forget everybody. Okay. <laughs> so, like I like you said, I had to put the stuff in my trunk all nakedly. <laughs> funny, hey. funny, funny little fact though about all these uh, Trader Joe's and all these are the same company, <clears throat> owned by two yeah. different brothers. One wanted to sell cigarettes, one didn't. That's and that's <laughs> yeah, but they're exactly the same. They were all they were Trader Joe's was all these at one point. Then they split apart. So, in case people wonder or see some similarities, there are. And it's German, so yeah. But yeah, man. So, let's get into things uh, on this bonus show, Speaking Game for Nerd for a Podcast. Um, let's see. I mean, the meat of things is going to really be about Anthem, so let's get Kingdom Hearts. The last remaining. I feel like we've we've been talking about Kingdom Hearts for like the past three weeks now, but I know everybody's slowly getting through the game and stuff like that. So, uh, spoiler. Again, like I said, haven't watched. I mean, if you haven't played it, then I suggest you cut this part off. So, I'll let uh let y'all have the floor. All right. So, uh, I want to know what the big disappointment disappointment about the ending is. I, I I don't see what you and Snap was so all up in arms about. I don't see what. You, hold on. 
we all beat the same game, right? Surely you you got to be upset about something. No, I'm not upset about anything. I beat the game, and all the only conclusion I drew is that the way the game ended, it just leaves room for so much more. Okay, could y'all just talk about the ending and quit trying to like gloss over the ending? Cause y'all yeah, leaving me in the car. So basically, <laughs> so basically, when you be, when you beat the game, I so Xanort uh, could it like they kidnap they kidnap Kyrie, like right after uh, they get the whole all the the heroes alike together. They kidnap Kyrie and. Basically, Zed North sacrificed her. He cut her in the back. He take a keyblade, slash her in the back. She disappeared. You know, Kingdom Hearts open. You go, you kick Zed North ass. You come back. Sora, you know, they think they're going to go be happily ever after. Sora said, no, I got to go find Kyrie. That's his, that's his boot thing. Because he, he, he basically broke it down every time. He said his adventure started because she went missing, which is true. And he said every time he get close to getting back with, getting her and keeping her in his life, she always get taken away. So Sora leave. He he opened up a portal. He leave. He gone to try to find Kyrie. I everybody else is leaving. Go do their thing. And that's the that's basically the way the game ends. And then you know, you got a surprise ending. Well, one of them I just saw one of them. Where the, you know, while you going through the game, you see Maleficent and Pete looking for a black box. Well, the black box appear because because Lucio is finally revealed, who just so happened to be Zigbar this whole time. Yeah. Like, I had a like to be honest, I really had a I had a feeling that it was him because like. I don't know seeing like how the keyblade was gonna be passed down to him. I'm like, why Zigbar? Like you notice like how he's been through all this stuff throughout all the games. Like what makes Zigbar so freaking important? That's cause he was one of the ones that started this crap. But like I said, the only thing it did, the way it ended, all the thing it did, it it leaves it open because Namine is with uh, Riku now because they uh, used one of the replica bodies to put Namine heart in and Riku came and picked her up so they can go off and do their own adventure. You still Sora out looking for Kairi and he can go do, you can do a DLC for that adventure. It everything, like it's so many different, you can deal with the black box situation. That's another DLC. Like, it's so many other things that can go on. That's why I'm not upset about the game. Because if it was just supposed to end where everybody happily ever after, probably some of the DLCs that would come out probably wouldn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, you just this, want to... Well, see, that's the thing that I'm hoping. No, no it's, not, it's not just that. It's... The way Kingdom Hearts three is set up when it end is that it can be it can go on like Grand Theft Auto five on I mean five online or Xenoverse two online. That's the way it can go. The way it ended. 
That means you can be playing that game for the next five to six years. It's a bold statement. <laughs> yeah. That's just if they're going to invest that into it. But that's yeah. the way it ended, though. Because the black box situation with Zigbar and all of them can be a, can start a whole new tangent. So I was Sora looking for Kyrie can start a whole new tangent. He can go he can go and discover other worlds. He'll probably and he'll probably be by himself and find some other friends or something like that to help him on this journey. But you gotta think about it. Think about it like this. The Pixar, Disney, and Square Enix's universes are vast. There is so much you can do and so many different storylines you can go through. True. That's all that's all I'm saying. Because think about it. They can do a DLC with Pixar with yeah, with Pixar with uh the Incredibles in it. Um I don't know if they ever did the Princess and the Frog storyline. They haven't. It was always that they did spread like rumors around saying that there would have been like the perfect world to add to this. Right, so you could do that. You know, the uh, the bayou. Yeah, yeah, they could do that. I don't think they ever did Bambi. Uh, it's like, it's uh, then you can go into the Final Fantasy worlds, which they already had, had um, certain Final Fantasy characters and some other, uh, older games. You can go into them tangents. Like, <clears throat> you can go into the Cars tangent. With Pixar, is like it's a lot of stuff you can do. Yeah. So that's why I wasn't upset about the game ending the way it is. Like, screw a happy ending. Give me a reason to keep on playing this game. Like, would but wouldn't like the uh, that content would have been like mentioned already? Like, why do we have to wait and see now? Because that makes you keep playing the game. Yeah, Square Square Enix ain't too, uh, I won't say all their games, but like on a lot of their RPG type games, they're not really known for doing, they're not really known for doing DLC a lot of the times. I mean, they tried to do that with 15 and I think the last one they was about to come out with got canceled for some apparent reason. It got Uh, canceled because the director. Oh, the director? Yeah, they just fired him. Oh, okay. They could have still did it. They didn't want to. <laughs> but yeah, that means Square Enix is not really known too much for doing, you know. But see, content. the thing is, the thing is, you got to think about this. Final Fantasy VII didn't have Disney attached to it. I mean, yeah. Final Fantasy fifteen didn't have Disney attached to it. Yeah, if Disney, if this game did as good sales wise as I think it did, Disney like- is not Disney not gonna let that fall off. I think yeah, it did like ten times the amount of two. Yeah, from yeah, from like the from Kingdom Hearts too. Yeah, yeah, some like some some crazy. And like then that. you got a whole you got to think about it. This one in them games where our generation plus this new generation jumped on. And it wasn't just on one console either, so it was on right the, that on, too on multi platform. That too, 
<laughs> I feel so sorry for Xbox users though, because they they're not gonna have like the other yeah. games like <laughs> that's being offered on the PlayStation. That's what they get for always thinking Xbox is better than PlayStation anyway. Uh, you got to get a whole another system. But uh, before we uh, contra- close, um, let's talk about the uh, the secret endings. Now, you know, I don't know if you uh, got a chance to see uh, both of them, but you know... I just saw the one. Oh, okay. So it's- in this... In this other uh, secret ending, you find Sora waking up in a puddle, and it's sort of like a city. And the city is revealed to be the same city where the Square Enix game, uh, The World Ends With You. I don't know if any of you have played it. Mm-hmm. Or if you remember the characters from uh, Dream Drop Distance in uh, Traverse Town. Yeah. I remember Traverse Sound, but I never played Dream Drop though. Yeah, Dream but the Drop. Characters from, the characters from that square in this game, well, it's their hold world. Hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. He, th- he thought I was just going to let that fly. <laughs> hmm? he Dream thought I- Drop Top. Mm-hmm. Oh, my bad. <laughs> my bad. What did happen? He working on getting fired so many. He's he been really working on getting fired lately. But I right, go ahead. Yeah. So, and also Riku apparently is in the same same place. And then we got Yuzora uh, from the game Verum Rex looking down at them like like at the from a skyscraper. Yeah. And then I believe it's Lushu looking at uh, the Kingdom Hearts heart shaped moon. And making like the heart figure with his hand, the heart shape with his hand, and it just cuts off right there. Right. So they can go into that universe. They can go into the universe that was inside of the game, like like you said, the Vin Ricks universe. Like that was a. Even though you just played that one part, I felt like that would have been a cool storyline to explore. Especially, especially with the giggles. Yeah. That would have been a cool storyline to explore, which they might do. So, like, I kind of get what you're saying. I get, I get what you're saying on your part, Young, with with Kingdom Hearts, because okay, it would make more sense to build onto the world versus you know, continue the story in a in a whole different installment. And you know how long we waited for this game for the wait, probably fifteen more years. And ah, to to wait on that, me, yeah, to wait to wait on that, it, it only makes more sense. But also at the same time, too, most I was I'm not gonna say this is Square Enix that does it, but most most developers typically give some type of timeline or have some it communicate some type of plan that hey, we're gonna continue the world, blah blah blah, you know, and come out with these additional expansions, which I hope they do. I really do. I really hope they do. Because, like you said, they could. It's a lot of stuff with the license, Disney license, Marvel license that they can, like, truly, truly continue to expand on over and over and over again. Just add right. on, add on all the time. Because think about it, you got the whole Star Wars theme you can explore. You got the whole Marvel theme you can explore. Mm-hmm. Like it's, sir, it's so much 
that they can take this so many places they can take this game with DLCs. And like y'all know I didn't argue my ass off about DLCs. But like they got opportunities to make damn near whole new games with different universes. Mm-hmm. With this True. that I wouldn't mind paying for the DLC. Right. I beat this game in thirty three hours fifty nine thirty three hours and fifty nine minutes. If you give me a DLC that's at least that's gonna at least take cost me take me twenty hours to beat it, that's go that's worth it. Yep. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I say I can't see them I can't see them like putting more time into continuing the story. It's, it makes more <clears throat> it makes more sense. Hopefully they built the game engine where they can add on to the game and not it's not just like you know well that that that's all of the game and that's it and until until next time folks hopefully that's not the case the, the game I guess I was I guess I was is, expecting something different though I mean well, y'all was expecting a happy ending y'all was expecting a happy ending I was under the impression that it was going to be like the final conclusion. Well, yeah, well, 15 years, yeah, and part of that, too, yeah, you would also think that, too, that it would be <laughs> 15 years to come up with the next that's, installment. That's, you, that's you would think it to, would that's be. That's what I'm a, trying to say. Yeah, you would think it would be. You think it would be an end to it, but from, you know, I, what we've said so far, it's basically a cliffhanger to. Yeah, what so, we don't even freaking know at this point. And we. It, 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 that's why okay. the ending caught me off guard. This, but this y'all would act like it was just the way y'all was. Oh, Elf Kingdom Hearts and Elf Square <laughs> Enix and all that. Y'all was acting like they just because have they? Okay, so question real quick. Uh, have they mm-hmm. said that this is the last installment? Or was that has that been stated like in nope media at all? Nope. No. Okay. Not that I so so we don't. So that so that part went on. So they left it a cliffhanger for a reason. Is it gonna be a cliffhanger because? There's another game. We pray that it don't take them 15 years to make another one. Or B, it has it won't. has to be more. They wouldn't they wouldn't have ended it with a secret ending like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, of course. But, but I'm, I'm just saying, like a, But it's just which route are they going? Are we going to get a? Are you going to have to wait a whole other year for a whole another Kingdom King KH4 to be developed to to see the continuation is, or do it the smart oh, way, or do it the smart way, which is. Do additional downloadable content packs to open up more worlds within the game, which would be the super smart thing for them to do. Which is what I they're going to do more than likely. Though. It's not like we in PlayStation Two times or PlayStation Three times where DLCs wasn't popping like that. Yeah, because PS Two that wasn't that wasn't a thing when they, when this game was out. Well, three. Right. Right. So it's not like we was you know in those times no more. Square Enix know, and if Square Enix know that we live in an age with this game the way it ended, yo, we gonna have to drop some DLCs for it. I mean, it's the perfect platform for like they can add three new worlds in the DLC, like just the, the way they got the Kingdom Hearts storyline. My bad, the way they got the Kingdom Hearts storyline and stuff set up, it's like it's just. A perfect format for DLCs, like oh, this DLC we gonna add three new worlds, ooh, up the bam, and just continue the storyline like that. Um, I don't necessarily think it's gonna be well. They have to end it with a Kingdom's Heart Four. You can't just end the game with a DLC. I don't think. But uh, yeah, that's also true I, as well. That, that's that's another good point. Yeah. 
Well, but uh, I, I also feel like because when you beat the game, it says another chapter has ended. So what they could do is to drop the DLCs as chapters if they want to end it with Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, they wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I don't think they would lock the end, the, the the like the true ending of the series. Let's say if three was the last one, they wouldn't lock it behind a paywall with a downloadable content because people would be just completely, just highly pissed off. So it has to be another okay. game. Has to be another game coming, but it would also be very, very smart for them to just continue to build and tell some additional stories, not come out with. Freaking fifteen thousand remixes and, and points of fives and ones and sixes. Yeah, that was just that's just what like, that's really that's really what kept us on edge, especially people who actually followed the story. This is just why it's not which is why I feel like it's not gonna be called Kingdom Hearts Four. It's gonna be another spin off. Like But mm. we at this point we at this point we're not really interested in spin offs. We just want three those spin, I think those spinoffs kind of existed just for the pure fact that they took too damn long to, 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 like the, to, to deliver the core game. And you they can tell that something. the spinoffs were half baked. It was yeah, it was a sloppy idea to just have a so much of the story based off the spinoffs. Like you know, depending on the spinoff, if you didn't play the spinoffs and you just played Kingdoms One and Two, Kingdom Hearts One and Two, like you'll be confused as shit. Yeah, and I don't think that was that was that was poorly executed. But, but you have to get but give credit to the games that actually had important important information for uh, all three of them, especially like uh, like Birth by Sleep was played an important role as far as character development. I'll tell you right now when I buy it, I'm gonna be lost as hell. I'm not I'm not going through that. that no. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's one part of the story that I think that if they did come out with another game if they want to take their time getting the Kingdom Heart 4 and they want to explore some stuff they can make a, a pre- prequel explaining the first Keyblade War whereas uh, with, with Zemnis and uh, what was the other guy named the two, the two that's playing chess Oh, uh, Master Ericus. Yeah, Ericus. Yeah, Zimnis and Ericus. They can explain their relationship and how they how they went separate ways. You here's here's another thing I feel, and I'm gonna leave it at this. When they made Union Cross, it should have been on a bigger platform than on the cell phone because it has a lot to do. It's a prequel to like all of this stuff that's dealing with the. Uh, the Keyblade War, but that would have been perfect to see on the PlayStation system had they played their cards right instead of just having to like keep going to the internet just to find out what's going on with the story because we get to see like what happened to Charity when she lost uh, Vincis. We what happened see uh, Vincis's adventure. What happened to? Marluxia and Larsine when they were still human. But now it's like, if they do that, I don't think I have the strength. And then, the, the, <laughs> and then you get to see, you. it's possible, like, the way they can take stuff is that when you defeat the members of the organization and they uh, 
you know, they tell their little story or why they joined the organization or whatnot, and, you or, know, they turn to Or who black, they were. Or who they were, they start to remember who they were and stuff. You can also explore those characters now that they became, like, when they get reborn as humans. Like, it's a lot of stuff you can do with the way the game, with the route the, the, the game took. That's why I wasn't upset about the ending. So, I mean, I wish Snap was on so I could see his point of view of why he was upset. But me, me personally, it was just like... A 2 oh, team. Yeah, it's basically, which is basically what I've always expected from that game. Okay. All right. All right. All right, uh, before we get over into Anthem, uh, real quick. Uh, so, came out this week that PS5 has been rumored to be fully backwards compatible for PS4, 3, 2, and 1. Thoughts on this? You for real? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the rumor. That's the rumor that's supposed to be fully backwards compatible for all. I mean, I don't understand why it, why it wouldn't be. Well, it's the thing that X, Xbox. Okay, so with that, with that, I can see where this come from. Xbox is pushing that issue because that's only th- that's the only thing. That's okay. Let's be honest here. Xbox One X, yes, has very good graphics and could be very is very superior to the PS4 Pro. I will admit that. But the only thing that Xbox could really tout before they had an X was backwards compatibility. Backwards compatibility. They kept bringing in more and more older games out of the library to to, to basically f- fluff their library for the most part because they didn't really have a whole lot of first-party games. So there's a kind of want and need for that. And, of course, technology has gotten cheaper from when, let's say, the PS3 was out when it had the back compatibility software for the PS2 games, which made the price point of the PS3, the fat PS3, $600. Technology has... I'm pretty sure it's gotten significantly cheaper for them to actually be able to achieve that that function, or either that, or they're using PS Now to to be able to do this. Because PS Now, you do have the ability now to download now, like Game Pass. It's just a little bit more pricier, but the library is about six times larger than Game Pass. Honestly, though, seven times larger than old seven hundred games on there. So, I mean, I'm down with it. I I didn't tell y'all what I'm going to do regardless. When it drop, I don't care if I got to go on my 401k. I mean, it's like <laughs> I'm making life decisions when this PS5 drop. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, it's definitely going to be a game change. I mean, I'm pretty sure, I mean, like I said, Xbox forced they handle back compatibility because they, you know, PlayStation was like on the 4, it was like, it wasn't a thing. And, you know. Which was weird of- because Xbox couldn't do it at first, and they sent, they did an update. Yeah, they probably had the the hardware in there to be able to do oh, it, and yeah, it just yeah. allowed them to be able to, you know, play those games. But it's, I mean, it's mostly yeah. I mean, it's primarily just the the, the drive because there are some physical games that'll work, but then a lot of their games are are digital. There's some games I bought on original Xbox 360 that I can pull up that'll actually play on my Xbox One. So, but you know what? That's also a good thing because. You got games, like I was just saying, you got games like Xenoverse 2 and stuff that people still playing, so now they ain't got to go buy the game again for a new system. That's why I'm glad I invested in digital 
uh, because if that's going to definitely be a thing for backwards compatibility for four, then my library just keeps growing and keeps growing if you're a person that only does digital, uh, that does digital games. So that's, that's one good thing about it because, like, back in the day with, say, for example, the whole Xbox situation, I had a lot of Xbox, original Xbox One, Xbox games, and, yeah, those suckers got traded in a long time ago. I wasn't in... I wasn't into digital at that time. It was all about looking at my, looking at my collection. Now I don't want yeah. to even see it. Now I don't even want to see it on the bookshelf. I'd rather just see it on my console. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I, ain't, I ain't made it there yet. I still yeah. like to have my physical game. Hey, I'm there. I'm there with a lot of. I'm there with. Because anything I'm much can happen. Movies too. At this point, anything can happen with they service or anything like that. Whereas, uh. uh uh, anonymous can get pissed off at them about anything. Go wipe their servers clean, and everybody lose all their games and stuff. It's gonna be some reimbursement going on like a motherfucker, but you know, shit can happen. And I just think about all that type of stuff. Right. Uh, I'm just old school. <laughs> I don't fucking nothing. Well, no, I'm gonna say that, but you know, <laughs> I just like. <laughs> having a physical copy shoot even pc games and a lot of people i mean I, I ran into like a i was talking to an actual uh customer in the store that i work at and the guy was looking for i forgot what pc game he was looking for and he had literally no clue that when he bought a pc game it's not an actual cd in there anymore it's just a download code that's in a box you're paying for a box with a download code in it pretty much <laughs> so his mind was kind of blown. I'm like, dude, when was, so you look for PC game. When was the last time you bought a PC game? Like, God dog, you didn't know that? So, um, all right. So, let's move on over to Anthem. Uh, so, man, we had a lot of, well, the 15 had a lot of games that dropped in, but Anthem dropped on, um, for PC premiere, dropped on the 15, of course, but the official worldwide release was this past Friday on the 22nd. Um, and man, Anthem got a lot of it's it's a it's a mixed bag, man. It, it really is. Um, from you know stuff that's coming back from content creators, a lot of content creators are getting a lot of crap that were either champion other uh, shared world shooter type looter shooter games, and they getting a lot of crap for you know you know reporting on Anthem and stuff like that, and. Uh, a lot of people that are part of because EA has what's called Game Changers, which, you know, they you get, like, ability to go out and play these games first, capture footage, because if you're a content creator, you get it. They offer you, they pay for your, you know, they pay for your flight, room and board, all that stuff for you to come to, come to their, you know, their studio to get hands-on on whatever, you know, EA game that they're working on about to come out with, you know, and pretty much, like, Paying for paying for free free press pretty much, um, but yeah, there's that. But um, I mean, as far as with Anthem, I'm gonna kick it over to you, Angry. Uh, what's your thoughts on Anthem so far? Um, <clears throat> I had issues day one with uh, my connection, but after they sent out the little update they did the second day, I I enjoy it. I Man, I, I think I think a lot of people judging anthem before they play it because of mass effect andromeda the you know the mishap they had with that which 
still play. It was still a good game to play. Granted, all the facial uh, problems and stuff, it still was a good. It, it played good, and just EA itself, people just people just don't hate people, people 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 hate EA because it's just you know Star Wars Battlefront two, another good example with the uh, with the microtransaction debacle in that game from initial from launch that they snatched out of the game. Um, yeah. about a month ago after it you know it launched or whatever so it's just like EA just has the consent well their executives have the could have the consensus that you know they're all about money and which that they, they should be all about making money because I mean if you ain't if you make oh. if you have a business then what's the point of having a business if you ain't making no money but also at the same time you have to you know it's it's just how like the gaming like gaming community is nowadays in a lot in, in a lot of in a lot of cases like when i was talking about earlier with like content creators like there's several destiny content creators that i know of that i watch that did coverage on anthem and there's some that like did literally like uh there was two guys that they primarily do like lower videos about like you know uh, side stuff in destiny that's story related uh that's in the lore of destiny and stuff like that and they literally because they reported on Anthem, like one of the guys, they literally got ripped to shreds in, the, in their comments, like you know. And that's ridiculous. Like, if you want to report on something different, and and you you upset with him for trying another game, like this man has a life. He he's going to play other games besides Destiny. I guarantee. You. And see, that's the thing, because me and Angry was talking about this. Most of the haters of this game are going to be Destiny players. I'm not gonna say most. It won't be, it won't be most. It, it, it's a lot of more. It's more people that hate EA in general that that yeah. don't. Because there's a lot of like the hate for EA is probably on a whole nother level compared to Activision. Yeah, it's it, yeah, it really is. And <laughs> I just I gotta say it's it's not the best game. It is flawed. Don't get me wrong, but every game is has you can find a flaw in every game. But it's it's a fun game, man. I can't I can't say. That I don't enjoy playing it, especially when you playing it with somebody you know that you know instead of three other random people. You playing it with some people you know. It's a fun game, and just the the mechanics in it are different from any other game you play. Like just the flight mechanic itself changes the way you. Yeah, the flight like, is like the like the fight. best, like is the like the most smoothest mechanic of them all. Like it's just how is that? And I, I would say from like when I first started, I did the beta. It was kind of hard for me to figure like how the hell do you fly? And yeah. once you finally figure that out, it's like it's like super easy. But like with the game itself, yeah, like like Angry was saying, like it is very buggy. But the thing is, with the the, the thing that has a lot of people like concerned is really just in the same thing that. It's really the same thing that the division, the first division game went through, is what's the end game? Because typically, with typically, with like looter shooters that are like Anthem, because it's supposed to be all about you know gearing up, looking the best, and doing like certain builds and all this type of stuff. But the thing with and so the thing with Anthem is they don't really have an end game. They said strongholds was supposed to be that. But there are some really, really bad flaws in Strongholds right now. Once you get to, like, Grandmaster 1, if you go past Grandmaster 2 and 3, 
you're not getting any better loot. So they 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 have to fix that. It, they it, they've basically found the community in Anthem has basically found the exploit where you only have to do Grandmaster one to get like masterwork weapons, which are like the the best weapons in the game, and they really have to fix that to make it you know a thing where you want to go and do you know Grandmaster one Grandmaster two and three of course is one thing. Um. <laughs> I think that uh, a lot of people complain about as well because they put out a 90-day roadmap, which is actually very extensive. I mean, I mean, I'll say this much: I hope you love free play because that's what a lot of this stuff is going to be uh, coming up real soon. Um, what I will say though, too, when it comes to issues, I know I watched their uh, stream on the, uh, the the big patch they came out with the day one patch. Um, they say this game is pretty much made where they can like literally flip a switch and change stuff on the fly. So yeah. I mean, they they patched something. I forgot what the um, exploit was in the game. Oh, I know what it was. It was about masterwork weapons. Is what it was. Where people, if you go through a loop in the in the free play mode, you could literally get masterwork weapons every so amount of chests. So they they literally patched it in like eight hours. So yeah. they're they're very they they have a. They have a plan when it comes to like they they patch real quick. They they on some Fortnite type patch. Yeah, I, I feel like they they care. Like the, I, I I feel like not for both companies. This is a last resort, but just their last couple of shows been you know re- just so bad and reviewed so bad by fans and stuff that I think they almost have to put a lot of effort into this game to show like hey we aren't what y'all think we are. Like we do care. We do try. I think Bio, I think I think um I'll say I think BioWare is kind of BioWare is in a similar situation that Des, that Bungie was in with Activision. You are yeah. part of the 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 mega gaming publisher company that everybody hates but they like the developer because BioWare is very known for like their narrative and doing very good story driven games which Anthem does have a lot of cinematics and stuff like that which I really really do really do like. Amazing in Anthem. Like the voice, the voice acting, it it's spot on. Just the 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 lip syncs with the words that they say is it's incredible to me. Like it really looks like these people are talking. Mm-hmm. You can tell they put a lot of what they they had to because you know Mass Effect. But they won't mess that up again. <laughs> yeah, like look, we can do this. <laughs> but it's it's a overall man. That's it's a fun game. I I can't. I mean, it has flaws, but like I said, man, you can get any game, and if you want to find flaws in it to not like the game, you're gonna find them. And we just in the we just in that culture nowadays where people are sheep. I'm sorry to say it, but people are going YouTube see a review on it by their favorite YouTuber. The YouTuber doesn't like it, and now they don't like a game that they haven't even tried. Like, I, to get your hands on Anthem, man. I think you'll like it. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of people. It, a lot of people are saying like a lot of people are. You know, some people say that for some people that haven't picked it up yet, a lot of people saying like you know, kind of be like in a wait and see pattern because like okay, like I said, they have a ninety day plan as far as when it comes to like releasing content. So I'll go over some of this stuff real quick. Uh, so like quality of, quality of life stuff, reoccurring updates, uh, rewards, weekly alliance coin, daily challenges, uh, new cosmetics that'll be coming very in uh, very recent updates. Uh, right now going on is there be giants or so there are giants throughout the entire free play. I think it's like four different giants that you can like run into in open world events that you can take down that you can get like high level, high level loot from them and stuff like that. Uh, you got 
new free play event that'll be coming up some more in February. Then, um, let's see. They have a new stronghold called the, what is it called? The Sunken. That'll be coming in like April. They got guilds on the way, which would basically be clans for um, for Anthem as well. That'll be coming out in, uh, what is this, April? You got that. And then May comes Cataclysm. So Cataclysms is big world events. So like, I don't know if when, I don't know if y'all saw this or not, but like, I think that Sunday right before the open beta ended for Anthem. There was like this, the sky turned red. And so it was called a cataclysm that happened within the, in the open world of the game. And so it's this big giant event It's basically supposed to be on the level of like, this is really supposed to how they explain it. It's kind of supposed to be like, they're sort of kind of like raids or whatever, which I feel like a lot of people are saying this as well. I kind of feel like it's in, it's not coming till May, which is a very long time to experience something on this massive level because like for example IGN gave them a 6.5 I think the Metacritic overall for Anthem is like around about a 5 or 6 or something like that it's, it's, it's basically uh, in the more yeah, words yeah. of from worse that, like, that, that feels too biased to me I feel like the game ranked higher than a 5 or 6 it's just uh, it's just it's just what people are expecting from a looter shooter because you have other games that 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 kind of do it do it well. For example, Borderlands is a great example of a looter shooter. You know, I mean, it's not open world or anything like that, but people, you know, people love uh, love Borderlands and stuff like that. So that's I mean, that's one game as well. But it, you would, but some people say like you would you you would think though with I don't know how long Anthem would have been in development, but you would at least I would have thought that they would have learned from Destiny 1, Destiny 2, learned from the Division, their missteps and things, and kind of like came with more of a... Bugs are going to be bugs. I mean, with open world game, it's going to be bugs. That I'm not even harping on them on that. That's just the complexity of what the world and all the stuff that they've built. That's a given. You can't control that type of thing. But I do feel like in-game stuff as far as like because they really do have some loot problems with a lot of things where um uh with the actual like strongholds and stuff like that where they had an issue in the very beginning where you would do a stronghold and if you were like far away you would like freaking not get anything so it's like little stuff like that so but i do kind of feel like i feel i feel like if they would have released like some form of that cataclysm that they have coming out in may like would have released like I don't know I don't know how many there are but if they were at least like one of them and with the launch of the game I feel they probably would at least got eight just purely off it's it being a large something large and something very difficult that you know you can tackle in the game that's gonna be like instead of having to wait for it. huh I said instead of having to wait for it yeah yeah so cause like May is like a long time man people gonna move on to like division and stuff like that in, in, in March and stuff like that so I mean not but I feel like that the game, they did but... and I, 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 I heard what you said about you know learning from Destiny 2 or whatnot or Destiny 1 the missteps they made because this game probably starting out they didn't want to put too much out there because they knew it was gonna be the bugs or whatnot. So it's gonna be some updates that they're gonna fill in some of those gaps. Because like Curse of Osiris or Destiny Two, I was 
had they not came with uh, Forsaken, I was going to be pretty much done playing with Destiny 2. After Curse of Osiris. I'm just being honest. And, you know, and they probably, like, at this moment, Bioware is probably just like, yo, we going to... We ain't want to put too much out there knowing that we're going to have some kinks in the system. So let's just wait till we work out everything. Let them play the game. Look look at the feedback. And then once we correct the things that's wrong, we'll go ahead and add more to the game to satisfy the critics. Uh, I, uh, not just Anthem, but any game, like that's suicide. Because the public is so fickle. It's just yeah. the, the nature yeah, yeah. of the beat. Yeah, like yeah, the na- yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. It is it's the definitely, especially this current time and yeah, people with people video games and how people feel about... Say it again, Jay? I said people easily turn away from a game in a heartbeat. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, they'll watch a YouTuber and uh, the YouTuber like, oh, well, you know, it's a good game, but I don't get the end game. And now that's that's everybody who not, I'm not gonna say everybody, but that's you know a major a piece of his fan base that's like oh well so and so said he didn't like it because of the uh, it has no end game I don't like it either so I feel like if you're gonna drop a game any game not just Anthem if you're gonna drop a game you're gonna have to have it if not completely packed you're gonna have to have it neatly packaged yeah to where you can have hold people's interest because. Until the until the next round of whatever content or whatever, if, it, if it's paid DLC, if it's free DLC, you you gotta hold, you gotta be able to hold those people's interests for that time until the until the next release. Prime example of that is I really feel um, that Division Two has seriously seriously learned from their lesson from yeah. the Division One because I mean. They've announced they've 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 been they've been super transparent with everything, every single thing that they got coming, like after the game after the game launches, after it drops and everything. So, so we'll see. Um, again, I'm having fun with the game right now. I'm playing on PC. I will eventually uh, pick up my PS4 copy. I probably try to pick it up uh, probably when Young gets here, that way he don't feel like he alone leveling up. Um, but I'm playing on playing on PC for a little bit on my. Um, Origin Premiere account, so I'll play play that for a little bit until Young picks up his copy, then I'll get mine. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall though, I mean, it, like I said, like like Anger was saying, it's a fun, like the gameplay loop is fun. Like you know, I think I would say the only the biggest thing with Anthem that I'm not really used. To, there's a lot of freaking loading screens. It's, for it, it, there everything. are screens. I complete. And they they uh, take, take forever. <laughs> yes, I can it's tell like, you ain't played Kingdom Hearts, then. No, 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 my brother. It is. I play, I'll, I'll give you an example. Jay can not, lo- not cut scenes, not cut scenes, loading screens, loading screens. So I'll so I'll, I'll give you a good example. So anger can be flying ahead, be in in the front leading, pretty much like going to where we're going. If you like even a little bit behind, it'll do a timer to basically try to catch you up with everybody else. But yeah. the loading screen takes so much more longer. It would have been easier for them to not put that loading screen in there and let you catch up. They got, they got, yeah. they got, they got to cut some of those out because a lot of those, some of those screens are very redundant. I get what they're trying and to they, do, but they need to put the distance in Like, like when you in Fort Tarsus, I don't feel like it needs 
because it's not a big space. I don't feel like it needs as many load screens as it has. There, that is a problem, like an issue I have with it. There are a lot of loading screens, and yeah. like I said, they they are long loading screens. Like they take. Yeah, but I don't to, mind them, man. To, uh, like the, just to get to the forge, which is the forge is where you do a lot of your customization for your character. I I, I have to say this though, I really do hope they try to reconsider. I don't know if it's something that they could change, but I would kind of like to see my gear when it drops. It's not uh, waiting. Wait to the reward screen. Yeah, instead of just saying item, rare item. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of spoiled with that from a lot of games, and, and to me, if I had to go to the reward screen or like when you're in free play, you have to pretty much end free play for it to go to your you know your screen and all that stuff with all your XP and medals and all that stuff. So uh, I kind of wish that either that or I can you know be able to jump into my forge like you know on the fly something like that I, just i see them changing that because it that is just the load screens man <laughs> those shits damn i didn't think to say bring those up but yeah that'll load, be my end just 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 from the era that we're in right now where it's like they're loading screens in games but there ain't like like anthem like they like they overdid it with the loading screens on this one i would have to say it, this is like Put it this way, young. This is P. This is like PS3, PS2 level low screens. Yeah, they do take a while, and they, they need to fucking uh, nerf the storm. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not a storm, so I'm and, fine. I'm raining. I'm, I'm right now playing on my playing on my Colossus right now. I'm an interceptor, and I just feel like the storm is so overpowered, man. If you plan at the storm, you don't even have to uh, use your gun. All you have to do. Is wait for your abilities to regen. You got infinite. You got you got infinite hover. Yep, just drop lightning and drop uh, ice and yep. uh, nerf the storm. <laughs> That's my big. That'll be my ideal with the low screens. If you nerf the storm, <laughs> let my let, let my little interceptor shine a little bit. Hell, <laughs> and maybe trying to run in, trying to do all his uh you know combos as as a, as an interceptor. And all of a sudden, freaking storm to kill all the enemies. Like damn, what the hell? Everybody. <laughs> and all they move, almost all they moves AOE. Just... Hell yeah. Yep. All right, man. Uh, this is going to bring Spitting Game to a close. Um, we're going to see you guys next week for, uh, what is it, the 90, what are we, 94? 95. No, 90, yeah, 95. Uh, 95 edition of Nerd Flow uh, on next week. Um, hope you guys enjoyed uh, the Spitting Game bonus episode again like we said at the beginning of 2019 man we are uh trying to like really pump out a lot of different like extra bonus shows and stuff like that that are just like strictly on certain topics and stuff like that we did drop all into wrestling today as well so if you you know you're feeling that as well go check that out and then uh, this will also be uh going on the same feed as nerve flow as well so you'll be able to check it out on your normal uh nerve flow podcast feed so it'll be on that same feed so just check it out once it gets loaded and uh yeah man we'll be out of here peace deuce